0: So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. One of the greatest needs that we have, Janie, is to know our purpose in life. People struggle and search and seek what their purpose is. I mean, we do that from little bitty. We think about purpose being our career. What do you want to be when you grow up? And and all of those sorts of things. And as believers, we have the same mindset that we just transfer over into our Christianity. And so then we begin to ask God, what is my purpose? And then we start looking for positions and service and Things that we can do to fulfill our purpose. And Sharon, that is great that we are at least willing to ask that
1: question because many people have given up on finding their purpose and have gone into well let's just eat drink and be merry for tomorrow we die they have no purpose yeah. or they go searching for sensationalism that takes them further into loss of really
0: finding their true purpose and then sometimes what we do we find a purpose to serve in our church and we stop there that is our entire purpose our focus and and so we totally surrender to that position in the church
1: and believe that we're doing exactly what god wants for us to do as our purpose right and sharon i just want to interject here that the lord knew that that would be a major problem and especially was at the church in ephesus they were great servers they were great guard dogs of letting any false prophets come in And so they just served to satisfy. But it wasn't pleasing because the Lord said, you
0: are not fulfilling my purpose. And we don't want to come across as if we're against service. But God has such a greater purpose for us that we don't even tap into. It's not even a a glimmer of thought in our brain when we ask about our purpose. And what is that purpose, Janie? What purpose does God ultimately have for us
1: one that would surprise us sharon and i think it's best expressed in galatians 419 where paul is actually explaining a problem and he says in 419 my little children for whom i labor in birth again until christ is formed in you Now, he labored to have them be born again, be birthed, become new creatures. But, you know, once they were made new creatures in Christ, they went back to doing their purpose their own way. Mm -hmm. And we see that today where people labor to the point of exhaustion and fatigue in serving others with a heart that has not been conformed to loving Jesus Christ as their first love, So they can hear him to know what his purpose is. And now, Sharon, he does say that we were created for good works. Right. So can you see how easy it is for someone to take that verse, a part of the entire scriptures, Mm -hmm. and believe that they are really
0: fulfilling what God has told them to? Well, yeah, because service is something that we can do. We can do that within ourselves, Janie, and so it gives us some fulfillment that we have walked in the purpose of what God has called us to, so it gives us some self-satisfaction.
1: And that way we can still keep our nasty selfishness (laughs) and feel very comfortable because of what we're doing. And Sharon, there is a good evidence of when we are walking that way, because I've seen brothers and sisters in Christ, be exhausted from all of the good deeds. Mm-hmm. And then when you talk to them, they are murmuring, complaining at how the other person's lack is making their life miserable. Right. That is not why Jesus Christ
0: went to the cross. Well, too often, Janie, we're trying to be like Jesus instead of just being with Jesus. Ah. And so there's a stillness, there's a rest that we never find because we're trying so hard to be like Jesus. Sharon, why do you
1: think we struggle with that? When Jesus explained it in the Old Testament, he explained it in the Gospels, he explained it in Paul's writings, that we were to trust him rather than always be trying to please him. What is it in our makeup that just says we can't accept what Jesus says in his own words because we know
0: better? Is it just because we have to go by our feelings? I think so. I think our feelings just supersede it all. We can't look at the facts and rest in those facts. We have to feel it to believe it. But, you know, that's really a a, a false freedom. I mean, Mm -hmm.
1: because the head of the human race was made in God's image regarding our personality. But he also made us with an intellect. We're not robots. But our emotions are also a part of how God made us in his image. And, boy, you talk about how we abuse that part
0: Mm. of
1: how we've been made. And then... Equally so, our will. Right. We have been given a will that says, I've got two options: I can serve myself, or I can serve the living God who has created me and made me in His image. And so, Sharon, eventually we mar our communion with the Lord. We mar and upset our fellowship because we are on one set of tracks wanting to please Him and finding our purpose. Mm-hmm and constantly being frustrated because we're on a detour road and we don't know how to
0: get on the main line. Is that because we take what we know or what we think we know about God and try to live it out the best we know how? I think that is
1: exactly what we're doing. And we cannot know out of our own intellect, emotions, because we can't do that being born with a sin nature, according to our ancestor, Adam. Right. He is the ancestor of whom we all have derived from. And so we have his fallen nature. But God wanted us to know him. Mm -hmm. And so God Almighty put on skin and bones, and came to us in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Right. And
1: he's known as the last Adam. Mm-hmm. The first Adam failed. Our ancestors failed. So now we're going to go back before our ancestors, and we're going to go back to our creator. Yeah. And he's made himself known as the last Adam. And as we study that, then we recognize what the last Adam did we have a record of how he healed some sick people how he fed some four to 5000 people but he doesn't say that that is how he really wants to be made known he says that he wants to be made known by what he accomplished and the greatest thing he accomplished was not really even his works of service it was going to the cross mm-hmm. and making us a new with a new spirit and that's called we use the phrase we are born again right we're born again out of death into life and he said when he resurrected he made all things new so that we don't have to live in a slave type position Mm -hmm. of serving our selfish purpose and so life gets fairly simple in searching but sharon we keep searching in all the
0: wrong places and that's a good point because when we are serving in church we believe we're serving the Lord so how do we differentiate whether we're serving in the position that God has called us to well he's given us a pretty good instruction first of all
1: he's given us the example of what he did at the cross and what he accomplished and yet we've said before Sharon as much as I care about you and love you, I could not die for your sins. So he didn't ask me to. And aren't right. you glad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he says, I do want you to see what I've done for you. And then I want you, according to what he says in Luke nine twenty-three. he says, I want you to deny your selfish ways because you see them. You see your selfishness sometimes, but you don't know what to do about it. And he says, You're to deny those selfish ways and take up a cross that I have given you. And that is, I have given you everything you need to live according to my instructions so that you can know my purpose. But, Sharon, that means we have to discipline ourselves to know Him. And how do we know him except through the scriptures and how the Holy Spirit leads us?
0: And that goes back to being still, spending time with him. And there's a few words that really resonate with me when I think about just spending time with God. And one is to behold him, mm-hmm. you know, just to focus on him and to really keep that mindset on him. Another one is to cherish him, Mm, mm. to cherish that time that I have with him. And another one is to be occupied (laughs) with him, that you just continually be occupied in your mind, in your heart, as you go through your day, just being occupied with him. And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.